Hey, 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 welcome back, everyone. Today, zooming in from beautiful Ottawa, Ontario, we've got a very interesting guest, Yulia Evichenko, who is not only a real estate investor, but she's also an accountant, which I find very, very interesting because I haven't met over the last 20 years of real estate investing that many accountants who have become uh, active real estate investors. I can think of two or three. Yulia, I think you're number three. So looking forward to our conversation. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Like very excited to participate. Thank you. Well, I'm excited to have you here. I understand this is your very first podcast interview. So thank you very much for choosing our show to be interviewed on. Thank you for inviting me. My pleasure. All right, Yulia. So let's let's start off with first things first. I'm hearing a little accent that doesn't sound like it's Ottawa. So tell us a little bit about I know, your, your background. Like, wow, yes. And and, <laughs> and how you got into real estate investing. I know. I get it all the time. Hey, you have accent. <laughs> I think when I speak in French, I have less accent than if I speak in English. But yeah, so I'm originally from Moscow, Russia. Uh-huh. I've been in Canada for 30 years, but because I came when I was already a teenager, the accent will stay forever, right? There's nothing I can do about it. I came very late in my life. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to you know to well to, well Yulia I used to teach I used to teach English as a foreign language and I can tell you your English is excellent so yeah most went well, there yeah English my 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 third language actually French my second and English I learned here when I came here yeah right. so we like it's been 30 years um I I got married here my daughter got born here as well so I don't even remember the life back then, right? Like 30 years, it's a lot. That's a long time. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, but um, um, well, I've been accountant for, I don't know, 20, whatever, how many years, right? Since yeah. I finished out of you and, you know, since I started um, studying and see for to become a CPA, uh, never thought about like real estate at all. Uh, yeah. This is something because I don't have friends. I don't have family who is in real estate. And uh, my husband, though, uh, always want to get into real estate. Ah. And it was his idea originally. So he, uh, he dragged you into real estate investing, kicking and screaming. He did. He did. <laughs> and I guess back in 2016, he came and he said, hey, okay, there is a this, this boot camp or something happening and it's all about real estate. Let's get uh, let's get into it. Let's go. And I'm like, nah, no, we're not going. Like, I don't believe in this. Like, it's all tenants. It's all toilets. You know, that story about toilets and tenants. Yeah, like, yeah. I have no clue. I don't want to be involved in this. Forget about it. He's like, okay, fine. So next year, 2017, he came back and he said, listen, I bought a ticket for that three-day, I think it was a three-day boot camp <laughs> uh, for, to get into a key spire back in the days, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So he said, I already bought us a ticket. So we have to go. It's three days. And I'm like, oh my God, three days. And I think <laughs> That's a persistent husband. Last Friday out of my, my life. And I'm like, okay, because you already pay, we have to go, right? There is no yeah. way we can not to go. And um, and I think me being the accountant, it's like, okay, well, are you sure? Let's calculate the risk. You know, like, are you sure about pros and cons? You know, like, like opportunities, like all that that's thought going in my my head right because an accountant like i just can just cannot just go with the flow yeah, you're very analytical like this, by right nature. he's like accelerator and i'm like who stop just let's yeah. think about 
you know, this and this and that. Let's be realistic. This is before you even went into the boot camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So I'm like, that's why I was very like conservative and hesitating to even go there. But then I went and uh, it was like, uh, so like I said, it was Kiss Fire. I like back yep. then and uh, i listened to well it was alfonso quadro actually presenting yeah. i know alfonso he's, he's, camps, right? he's very and convincing like, well do i sign up for this after three days like my head was just explode right there was so much information and it seems like he made it seems like it was so easy and doable you know like even for yeah. my brain i asked a million questions right like i couldn't figure out how to calculate cash flow i have to come back and ask a million questions because i need to know all the details right accountant yeah. yeah 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 so, so yeah and um yeah so that's how it started we got into this and little by little we you know progress and oh, tell, tell me about your first deals what what were your first couple of deals Oh, my first couple of deals, we were just like, we have to get something like we were, I was again, like, I didn't want to go big and scary and very creative. I said, let's start slowly, you know, see how it goes. And then we'll, we'll see. So my first one we bought, it was a condominium Mm -hmm. uh, in Barhaven. Uh, We bought it uh, and uh, took possession December 23rd, I think 2017 it was. And uh, I want to make sure we could rent it by January 1st, right? Because I'm like, whoa, I have to make income. Like, I can't wait right. anymore. Who can who do showings between December 25th and, and January 1st? <laughs> well, that was me. You First did. of all, I was yeah. not even like comfortable to doing the showings. I didn't know what to do, right? Yeah. But in that week, we and we had to do some little bit like cosmetic rent, not a big deal, but like I just paint and do this, do that. That's when I first start painting, like you know, myself. Yeah. I, it was always my my husband's job at our private residence. So that's when I can start to get my hands dirty a little bit and yeah, and we did all the uh, all the like not walkthrough, but uh, showings, right? We did all yeah. the showings in one week. In that Christmas week, we had so many people interested. And uh, January second, we already had our first tenant. Nice, so nice. It, it was like I was like, oh, done. Thank you very much. We don't have to worry about it for another year. So <laughs> I was. So really wait, and then what did? How did your real estate portfolio? progress from there maybe not property by yeah. property but what did you what did you end yeah, up kind of we, focusing on yeah we got a couple of like singles and and like condominiums just because it was easier to buy right there was available yeah. uh but then i said you know what that's just all good but it's not really cash flowing hmm. like right that was not like probably appreciation yes because we had all our portfolio in ottawa like you yeah. know barhaven nipin like if mm-hmm people knows where it is it's kind of like a central not urban but it's really out of ottawa so i'm like no we need to do something more cash flowing you know uh and uh we start thinking about what we can do we have very good realtor who helped us a lot he's still our friend even now right and i said he whole like held our hands in the yep. whole process like what we can do so we decide to to convert bangala to duplexes right that i think oh, it was okay very so you started to do the, like the burr strategy 
Yeah, yeah. So we decided to do that. And on the top of this, and like not just making this legal duplexes, but we said we're going to rent it to students. Okay. Just because like, hey, like cash flow, where, how can you be creative to create more cash flow? Students, of course. So we like in the last, well, not in the last, I would say between 2019 and 2021, we got few around the college, Algonquin College here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we still have those properties even now, right? So, yeah. So how and, many, uh, how many rooms altogether are you renting to to students now between the uh, different well, properties? How many, how many yeah, rooms are you renting like, out to students? Like 16, yeah. Nice, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, so, and... Uh, and it, it it was interesting because it's all happened during the COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My first my first property, it, the first floor was ready to be occupied. We have first showing on a weekend. People were like, "Wow, it's so beautiful!" Like you know, we really did a good job. And then I'm calling follow up in a couple of days, and that's like March, middle of March, if oh, you remember, wow. 2020. Yeah, yeah, I do. That's where everybody kind of everything dropped everybody off. What's happening? Nobody wants to move because it was students for the college. The college goes, I don't remember, online or they close or whatever they decide yeah. to do, right? Yeah. But there was no need to move. And I'm like, okay, what are I going to do now? <laughs> so what did you do? I just didn't give up. Yeah. You know, I was said, you know what, let's try it. Like, I mean, we have until September, let's try it. Let's just post everywhere. Let's just be more active, like, you know, promote it more. I don't know. I did it all myself. Like we didn't have a property manager. Like we didn't even have a property manager right now. I still manage them, me and my husband together. Yeah. I just kind of did whatever I could do, right? You know, answer to all inquiries, put in, like ads everywhere, and and just well, I guess hope. I thought I think at that point with the COVID, really hope that this is not going to last forever. So what <laughs> happened? We we rented the first floor by September, so we started in March, and one room we rented like you know April, one room in May. But by September, the full was all rented. Okay, good. But the basement, it was I don't know why, but it's always been very easy to rent for us. And we actually got our tenants before we finished the renovation in the basement. So yeah. for all the rooms, right? So that was good. So that was like, oh, okay, whatever, pandemic, not too bad. Like, you know, we can manage it. Let's get some more. <laughs> good. All right. So you yeah, kept building you were... up the student rentals. Yeah, so what, been, so we... what would you say have been your biggest learning experiences from student rentals, Julia? Student rentals, treat your student like, like human, well, I don't know, like all the tenants, like human, right? Because they have their issues, their students, they're starting their life. Some of them coming from, you know, from out overseas, you know, from different countries. They don't even understand how I live in, in Canada sometimes, right? So just, 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 just try to understand where your customer, which is like tenant is your customer, right? Coming of course, from. yeah. Try to find like a way, like win-win situation for, for both of you, right? Sometimes, what would be an example like, oh. of, of where you had to do that, Julian? Uh, like sometimes, like, you know, uh, stuff like, uh, stuff like I said, okay, well, when somebody moved from India, I think I, I have to, like, I have to meet them in the middle of the night. Okay, I'm not saying it's ideal, like, no. honestly, oh, yeah. but yeah. I mean, he was flying from Delhi and has a transfer from Toronto and then taking train, I think, to go to Ottawa. It was a long flight. It was his first time 
in Ottawa, like in Canada. Yeah, maybe his first uh, time know, out away from winter, home. Winter time, like, right? Oh like from, from there, like that just, and it's like, there was delays, he couldn't get on the train. So we're supposed to meet like six, seven, I figure out in the evening, so okay, fine. And because everything got delayed, he only show up at our place at 1 a.m. in the morning. Wow. You know, I could say, I'm sorry, like, I'm not gonna, like, you know, I don't work 24-7. Like, you know, and it's not next door to me. I have to drive yeah. 45 minutes, right? Like whatever. But I still like, I was trying to be nice and 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 understanding what he just went through and what yeah. he's going through, right? So I have to meet with him at the, at the place and he realized, well, he, he can't even, don't have any food, where to get any food. So I have to say, okay, we'll take something from the other hotel. They have some banana on the counter, you know, like. <laughs> explain to you how to work and like how everything works and said well call me in the morning if something you need so I think I just step out being more well my husband said like a mom yeah. <laughs> you know like okay. a mother like my mother instinct kick in a little bit you know like I always look at all my ten, and that's not good like I'm not saying you guys have to do it <laughs> you know but but it depends right you just really have to see and judge by the situation you're in, right? Okay. So, so that's one of the example. Um, sometimes you just have to put your, uh, you know, your foot in the ground and say no. The rules are the rules. You have yeah. to like. But sometimes you just have to kind of help them, and they, they, they remember that. You know, like if something happening and you have to, you know, find a compromise and something, or they, they will say, okay, sure, we'll, we'll, we'll let you do this, whatever it is, right? So right. I always have a good relationship with my tenant. Like even now, like I find, uh, you know, it just feels... No, that's wonderful. So Yulia, mm -hmm. now that you've got experience with single family homes, you've done burrs, you've gotten into student rentals, you've got a nice portfolio of 16 units that you're sitting room by room renting out to, yeah. to students. What's, what's next? What are you focusing on? You and your husband focusing on next? So a year ago, we kind of decide we want to move towards the multifamily. Um, okay. I, I think I just got tired of students a little bit, maybe, or like to have a like duplexes. I just want to do something bigger. Yeah. Right. What, um, what does that mean to you? What, what, does bigger well, it means uh, generational wealth, right? So, no, well, I guess what size of a property are you thinking of? Oh, okay. So, we're right now we are looking for something six and plus units. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're not longer looking at like duplexes or triplexes or whatever. So, so you want to get into plus. commercial residential, right? Yeah. So yes. Exactly. Residential. Exactly. What market and, are you looking at? Yeah. So we're looking in Ontario, um, mm -hmm. like more like along the four one, um, and uh, Alberta. Uh, why like why alberta well you know like it's tenant friendly uh yeah. place right so landlord yeah. friendly landlord sorry tenant. Yeah. <laughs> definitely we landlord too friendly. much about tenants so now it's like <laughs> it's all about tenants oh well, it's friendly for tenants too but it's yeah not, not as nasty friendly. on landlords yeah, sure. as yeah you got me <laughs> you're really listening what i'm saying <laughs> so yeah landlord friendly you know it's a good economy uh, and there is no land transfer tax. So why not? Why not Lots to try? And you can get more like it's it's I find it's a little bit easier to find something there than in Ontario. Like it's so expensive right now in Ontario. Right. Yeah. So so have you purchased any any of these small multifamilies yet? Uh, no, no, we were very closed. Yeah. Uh, we have a couple other contracts and uh, for because the seller were not really 
but nothing was negotiable. You know, they didn't mm. want to work with us Very at firm. the end. So yeah. we kind of had to let it go, right? But we yeah. raised all the capital. We did everything, right? And Good. Uh, so tell tell me a little bit about how your first, because I if I understand, all of your deals prior to that have been you and your husband self financing. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what did what did you do for that first capital raise? What worked well for you, Yulia? Ah. Uh, I, you know what? I think it's really believe that your deal is so great and having a great deal, right? So when I start to uh, presenting my deal to um, to my investor, to people who wants to go with us on that deal, I actually realized, oh my God, I want to be passive investor. I don't want to <laughs> be working partners anymore. It was so good. Like, you know, I'm like, what? what? Can I switch now? Like, I mean, I'm working, I have a business partner. So we both like working partner with her. Uh, and in, in your uh, so accounting like, business or your real estate business, which one? No, no. In my real estate business. I'm talking about real estate. Yeah. Oh, so okay. I said, so you're, you're not, this isn't with your husband. It's with a different. No, partner? no. My husband kind of stepped away a little bit now. Okay. So this is me more with completely like with another lady. She is, um, well, she was my client first at my accounting business. Then yeah. she became a friend and now she's a business partner. Interesting. So, okay. so yeah, so that deal we had together, we were like working partners. We're looking for a raising capital. And like I said to her, I said, listen, like I love to be passive investor more than like active, like as working because it was so good. And I think my, like I was able to, to transfer that, trust that that excitement about like this is actually you guys are gonna win like you know this is so good for you to my passive investor that they truly believe it was a great deal i mean it was a great so deal. how, how many potential investors did you have for that deal uh we have seven seven yeah. so at about seven yeah and what uh 50 100 so, 000 each or, or seven hundred seven hundred thousand yeah okay mm-hmm. all right and how did you how did you find these people, these seven investor prospects? They kinda, what was your well, that's interesting. Uh, they, I mean, I have a list of my investor. Like I have people that I could talk and contact to, right? But mm-hmm. this got, this, those people came to me. From what? Uh, those people kind of, when they find out what we were doing, like our deal, uh, they just approached me and said, how, I, how, how did they find out though, Julia? Facebook. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I guess like just being active on Facebook, posting about your deals, talking about like how you're excited about the, the deal help a lot. So yeah. So for us, it was, I didn't even have to go to my list of investors that I wanted to approach because I already had people who kind of Ask me that they they so were were these people coming from groups that you were involved in or were you just posting? They, they were groups. They were groups, and they were just completely, I would say, strangers. Uh-huh. Like, well, not strangers, but uh, yeah. So it was it was different. It was combination of people, really. Like, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, no, that's that is very very exciting, and so that deal didn't work out. So what's next? What are you looking at doing next? Uh, we are well, we're constantly doing something. Uh, we are working on some very off-market deals right now in Alberta. I'm not going to say exactly mm-hmm. where because it's really like 
off market lot, and lot, not... lots of competition these days yeah in- yeah but but it's 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 very promising there's like 24 units 40 units so so it's it's very slow because when you completely off market sometimes there's no realtor in between and it's harder to negotiate you know the, the seller takes their time yeah um but but I'm sure like I'm sure it might take months and months maybe by next year you know we'll, we'll fully convince the seller that you know how how we can create this win-win deal for for both yeah. of us right because it has to be mm-hmm. so I, was, I was changing subjects a little bit yeah. here Julia so with your background in accounting how has that benefited you as a real estate investor? What what do you bring from accounting to real estate investing? Well, I think it's attention to details, you know, and try, knowing numbers, knowing how to work with numbers. And generally speaking, like um, being a business person, like already having my accounting business, it helps a lot because yeah. it's it's very close, right? And I know the rules. I know some rules, like I like you know taxation rules and how mm-hmm. to apply to real estate investing. So of course that 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 helps. That helps a lot. Um, I and maybe plus you're probably more... pretty good at analyzing the numbers. I would imagine. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, of course, diligence. analyzing the numbers. Yeah, it comes naturally to me, and and mm-hmm. I love doing this, of course. Uh, but I, sometimes I see something that people don't really see. And I'm thinking, what about this? Like, I can't even mm. give you an example right now, but it just feels like, you know, just because I. Because you're you're accustomed numbers, to looking yeah. for details and stuff. And, yeah. Like, I think it's that too, right? And figuring yeah. out how to make this work. And then are having. You, are you familiar with too. the the book and the concept called Profit First? Yes. Yeah. Profit first for real estate yeah. investors. Have Have you read that book? Real estate investors, no. I just okay. read the, the the profit first book. Yeah, no, there's there's a yeah. there's a version that might be interesting for you, that's specifically for real estate investors, and it's it's uh, by a gentleman named uh, David Richter, David mm. Richter, and it's based on Mike Michaelwitz's original. Profit first. He he did it as a co-author with, but it's completely focused on real estate entrepreneurs. So that might be something yeah. interesting for you. I don't know how many other real estate investors you work with in your in your accounting business, but it number one, it might be very, very applicable for you and your new partner getting into the multifamily space. And then second of all, it might be a little bit of a unique twist that you can bring to the table in your accounting business to attract more real estate investor um, clients, if, if that's what you're looking for. Well, that's, thank you for suggestion, for sure. Like I read the the original book, I guess, but it's always, uh, it's always nice to be more specific, more niche, you know, yeah. oriented. Yeah. I well, will, I will look into it. Julia, sure. time flies when we're having fun and I want to congratulate Hello. you on, <laughs> on everything that you, your husband, and now your new business partner have done and are doing. And if people want to connect with you, if you only had one place to send them, where would that be? Where's where's the best place for people to connect with Yulia? I'll just go to my personal Facebook account. I'm because I'm very active on Facebook and that's easier like to people to connect. No, that's a... there's always emails, you know, but it depends no, how they Facebook, want to connect. Facebook's the best yeah. one. That's 
that's where yeah so my personal profile like you know yule Ivichenka, i think i'm the only yule Ivichenka really in the whole world so you maybe won't so <laughs> get the different you're the first one i've met that's for sure Julia, this has been a lot of fun and thank you for for being on the podcast thank you very much all right everybody fun. take care and we'll talk to you on the next episode